What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. No money now. Diamonds on my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep a lot of shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of pine. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 304 4th John. I'm here with uh, Evan Hollywood Hearn. Mr. Dan Skippy and Mr. Primo in the building I'm talking about a takeover that happened this weekend. We're, we're, we're ecstatic. Uh, episode 304, we're talking about the takeover. Uh, let's first start with the the vibes down in, in, in Washington. I got there a day early. I, I felt like Washington fans were phoning in early. They, they felt a certain way from the warm-ups to the fourth quarter – I, you know, it's 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 a thing to see in person when you go to another stadium and your all your fan base comes in, takes over the stadium. I'm talking these Washington players were getting booed in warmups. Uh, they were looking at Eagle fans like, where did y'all come from? Eagle fans made their way down to the area where, uh, shout out to Andrew, who fell off that, that side <laughs> of the uh, stadium. <laughs> they went over there and started mocking the security with caution uh, tape. So, I mean, th- the vibes were started very early. And at the end of the day, you saw a Eagles team. Uh, you talk about a, a Eagles team, a Eagles fan base come together in mo- one of the most beautiful ways. Uh, just looking to your left, looking to your right and seeing your brothers in all green, enjoying a sack. Of you know of Carson Wentz, <laughs> watching him go down, like they, they, it was like a joyous occasion. I, I a couple times I looked over Prime, I thought he was about to cry in, in tears. Y'all, of half, y'all, get, of, y'all get sentimental up in him. Really? <laughs> Prime was happy as we. I, I was happy as hell, man. That that whole damn day was amazing. You might have seen uh, some of the, some of us are booing. Or, Prime, are you crying on there? <laughs> oh, that's the sun, oh, that's the sun of your eyes. Yeah, oh, booing early and often, we were getting our rocks off. Um, you know, it was it was a good time, and I, I think it's a hat tip to uh, the the fan base. They just showed up, uh, but who else showed up was this offensive unit again, uh, putting up points, twenty four <laughs> points um, in the first half. First half, this is this this is something that hasn't been done in a long time. Eagles putting up 24 points in the first half in three straight games. Also, uh, also four sacks in the first quarter. Yeah, and, and then that's the Eagles. That's the Eagles' record. Yeah, I mean the defense. You know, last but not least, when the defense just showed up tremendously, the front line was uh, balls to the wall. So I mean, hats it to those guys. I mean, I mean, how are you guys feeling after that 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 thrashing? How am I feeling? How am I feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling like we're one of the only undefeated teams in the NFL right now is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I look at this team and I'm like, where's the weakness? I'm feeling <laughs> like I look at the rest of the uh, schedule for the rest of the year and I'm like, I'm not worried about any of these teams. 
This, this Eagles team is something else, man. Uh, the, the chemistry that you see among these guys, um, the growth that you see uh, just all, all around, whether it be coaching, the players, everyone has taken a step forward this year. The vibes are right. Um, it's it's wild that, you know, this early in the season that we're, we're power ranking Clicking. number one, man. Like, it's, it's a crazy thing to see. Uh, but just to your point, Gail, down, down in D.C. when we were down there, I mean, some of the biggest tailgates I have ever seen in my life. Uh, thank you to Philly Sports Trips for uh, throwing a hell of a party down there. Um, but, like, it, it, it wasn't – it was all of the lots, man. Because I, I, I rolled down there. I drove, I drove separately than you guys. And I'm just walking around some tailgate, and I'm texting you guys, calling you guys. I'm like, where are you at? <laughs> I, it was another Eagles tailgate with a thousand-plus people. I'm doing laps around looking for you guys and just can't find you. <laughs> They got a weird setup down there. I had to I had to walk through the woods in order to get to you guys. Yeah, it was weird. But uh, like Gail said, we took over. It, it felt like an absolute Eagles home game. It's wild to see your players down there pumping up the crowd, asking for more noise in an opposing stadium. So uh, it, it was an awesome experience. And uh, you know, the the train just keeps on rolling, guys. The one the one thing that I did notice was uh, there's a lot, a lot of people, a lot of the. Uh, I call them Jalen Hurts haters. Was talking about watch what Carson do. Watch what Carson do. Some of them were calling it a revenge game. Yeah, we got our revenge, but a lot of people didn't know the know the uh, magnitude of, of being on the team with somebody and longing to hit them. You notice some of the people that were on the team with Carson that wanted to hit him, they got a shot to hit him. They hit him early and often. Uh, I think the one thing that uh, the one the only thing that uh, that it didn't really trouble me. I just feel like we got we we got to close people out. We got our foot on their neck. We got to start scoring in the, in the fourth, in the second, in the third or fourth quarter, you know, just to let people know where we're coming from. Uh, I, I feel like we have an opportunity, and we kind of, we kind of let up, but the, it, but the other teams do have pride. But we're going to have to start scoring in the, in the second half coming up. But I, I was uh, I was privy to some of the uh, after the game speech, and initially I was worried. I was kind of worried about the Jacksonville game because I figured it would be a letdown after they kick Carson's ass. But given what I heard from from the guys and the after the game speech. I don't. I don't see them getting. See the guys letting up. If somebody beat us, they're gonna truly beat us, and they're gonna fight tooth and nail to try to beat us. Um, the one thing that I, I'm still looking for is a complete, to, completed total dominance. We dominating people, but I haven't seen like like I think the score is gonna go up. And once we get the once our special teams start to clicking as well, because our special teams really wasn't just like you know I was I, I need some returns and stuff. I need to switch swap field position. And they we did, did we get a kick block? Oh, we missed the kick. Did we miss the kick? Missed the kick, yeah. Yeah, we missed the kick. It's like when, when you look at when you look at it, this is that's what that's what and that's what the culture I know is going to be hanging his hat on. It's it's total dominance. We dominate on on offense and defense, uh, but we need to the special teams need to come on with to come on as well. I do like the way that we got competition everywhere, and that's what breeds when you're good. There's going to be competition at every position because don't nobody if you mess up, there's somebody waiting to take your spot. But the, the the greatest thing I I had was uh, I, it was a friend of mine. She's uh, as my sister was there, uh, my brother, and uh, one of the one of my in laws. They are from uh, the D.C. area. They came with the uh, commander stuff on, but at the end they at the end they was looking for an eagle shirt because <laughs> because of the hospitality that we showed and the class that we showed. That was the other thing too. There was no fights or anything. We showed we showed class in the other people's stadium. And it was just a, it was just like one of those things where yeah we here and we take it over and this is our house now you can have it back when we leave 
So <laughs> that was a, that was the greatest thing that you didn't hear about nobody having fights and stuff. I do have some videos though of some people that were alleviated, and I'm going to show those to you guys later. <laughs> I got some of those as well. <laughs> hey, I got, I got, no, that was, no, I got one from a guy that, uh, all about the birds. <laughs> oh my God. He, he, he did the eagle shant. And I, I love the way he did the eagle shant. Just put it that way. I'm going to text it to you guys. Uh, Robert Texas, one of you guys right now. See if you can upload it. <laughs> but it's, uh, the funniest thing known to man. Hey, listen, man, you talk about the excitement. The excitement started from the very beginning of the day. I mean, from the time the mor- uh, in the morning when me and the wife woke up, we looked at each other like, yo, it's game day, man. It's time to get up. Let's get up. Let's get going. We had to head down to the Lincoln Financial Field, uh, caught up with Philly Sports Trip. Uh, we decided to take the bus trip down there. It was a great experience. I got to admit, um, you know, it, it was a decent ride. A lot of Philly fans got up early in the morning. Uh, as soon as we got there, we ended up giving uh, Vince a hand, you know, get things in order. Uh, you know, uh, with my background on the mic and everything and taking charge and stuff like that. As soon as he saw me get there, he was like, Prime, I need your help. So I went in, filled in perfectly and started, you know, getting things in order with him. Um, We got to the stadium. You know, as soon as we got off that bus, man, uh, you know, me and Gail, we called up. Excitement was kicking in even more. Like, hey, man, it's it, you know, it's time to go have some fun. Let's go to the tailgate. The, the turnout was great, man. Uh, we're talking about a thousand plus people that was at this tailgate. It was it was a great time, you know, interacting with everybody, uh, people recognizing us uh, from the, you know, from the dip. <clears throat> so, you know, we felt like at home. But, you know, every time we go to Washington, we take over. It's like a guarantee we're taking over that place. And that's exactly what we did. Going into the stadium, I mean, hey, the day was perfect, man. From the time that we got shown on TV, people hitting us up like crazy, saying they saw us. I appreciate everybody that was tuning in. I appreciate everybody that was reaching out to all of us. Yeah, man, it was it was a great time. Um, you know, I gotta admit, you mentioned something about how I felt about Carson. Look, the minute he ran out of that tunnel, I'm not gonna lie. Sit <laughs> here and lie and tell you like mixed emotions didn't kick in. Like, damn, like there's Carson in a commander's uniform. What's this gonna be like? You know what? But I tell you, after that first play, after that first sack, it went all out the window, man. I'm like, yo, let's <laughs> go. And that's exactly what happened. They it didn't, it didn't, happen, it didn't happen after he held the ball for too long. Nah, man. They took the lesson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. He played like we did, you know, and the, and the Carson of the old was still there. It's still in him. Uh, yes, he did hold on to that ball a lot. Um, you know, he definitely couldn't get away, but the defense took advantage, and it was good seeing the sides, good seeing the defensive plays. And, bro, that offense was lit, man. It was like the best outing that, I have, that I've seen in such a long time. These balls getting thrown, just, just you know, me and Gail were talking, and we're like, yo, just throw it up. We got the weapons, just throw it up, and that's exactly what Jalen did. Jalen did that, and these guys were coming down with the balls. Even the ones that were incomplete, we were excited. We were all grabbing onto each other like, oh, <laughs> shit, here we go. You know, it, it was, that was that was the type of excitement it was in that building. Um, but the ratio of us fans compared to them, man, people were talking about it was like 60, 40, 50. 50 nah, man, that thing was like a good 80 to 20. You look <laughs> around, you could barely see a Redskins. I think we were probably seeing more other – uh, opponent teams like you know uh, don't get Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Fans, I was, oh god, it was, it was crazy. It was like mixed. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing here? But hey, look, at the end of the day, y'all could go ahead and play, work together, and you're still not going to go ahead and outnumber this fan base. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened, man. You know, we got the victory. The excitement was definitely kicking in once we left that stadium. It was a great time, man. Great time. But I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go, man. Just, the team's looking hot, and they, they stay on fire. Before. Before we get into it, uh, we just want to give uh, send some love and sh- and 
welcome a new uh, family member into the Fourth and John community. Yes, uh, yes. yes. Ma Malcolm Jr. Uh, talking yeah. about holding, holding. <laughs> this guy is ready to uh, catch the ball. I'm, I, he's got to get his hands up. He's going to catch catch the football. But look at those hands, hands, bro. He's already yeah, got big hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mal Mal is a uh, proud father. He said. He, he said. Uh, I called him. I said, "How are you feeling, Mal?" He said, "I have never cried so much in my life." Um, happy Don't let the tears. baby see you cry, man. He's like, oh. He's like, I'm happy and scared at all at the same time. But look at that, man. That's Mal don't let is the baby a see you cry yet. Hey, man. The baby sees you cry. The baby sees you cry. That's all good. No, no. Let the baby uh, see you cry yet. Then he know he got you. Speaking of dads, uh, yeah, the def defensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles were the father of Carson Wentz. I know. You know what, uh, Gail? They were the father. Remember, remember when you were talking last week and I I, I told you who the pigeons were. They were mm -hmm. they were running to line up over the left guard and the center, and they were making sport of uh, Kazi, uh, the the offensive tackle over there. Dude, yeah. if you go go back and look, if you get a chance to go back and look at that field, I see it. They they Man, were kicking those two guys, and it was one play where Hargroves lined up over him, and I think he spent them around in a circle as he was running the Carson. That's how that's how bad it was. I I was like I was watching the line play the entire time. And they took, they did exactly what I was expecting my guys to do. They took over. It's like it's the first time in a, in a long time that they took advantage of the pigeons. And I was like, I was, I was so proud. But, but my bad. Continue. I, I, I just, I just want to jump in and say that, like you, you mentioned, the the four sacks in the first quarter, and you could see that get to Carson right away. I mean, Carson, he gave up in that game after the first quarter. Man, he, he, he was checked out. He was scared. Uh, he was, he was seeing ghosts. And uh, how ironic is it that the next time we'll see him is uh, right around Halloween? Speaking of seeing ghosts, that'd <laughs> be, be pretty good. I think I think we got to dress up in the uh, we got to dress up in the, in the as crowd. the D line. But we we talked we talked about this too, Evan. Like, are we really going to go ball. ahead and see him? I mean, if he goes ahead and plays the way he played, are we really, are we still going to see him? Exactly. Goes, you know, back to Philly. If he gets that again, this is finito for his career. Uh, I, man. Yeah, you, know, you, you know what? You know what? It's kind of funny that Prime played that. Yeah, but it's kind of funny that you say, well, he'll be in the next year be, be, only because of his salary. But it's kind of funny Prime says, says that when I was looking at this game tape, I was like, he can't have, if he have if he has another game like this, of this stature, his ass will be sitting on the bench. They will start that kid that almost beat Tom Brady last year. Mm -hmm. I get, I, they're not going to stand for it, especially their defense was decent enough to where had somebody put up a fight offensively and, you know, they, they, they would have been, they would have been cool. But they offense didn't put up a, pretty much a fight at all. The offense line was getting his ass whooped, and I think it's indicative of the of the captain of the offensive unit. You see him going down like a ton of bricks. It's like, what am I gonna fight for? He getting paid the most. He, I'm not fight. I'm gonna fight. I'm and just you, saying. You you mentioned Hollis too. How uh, at the top of the show you said how uh, old Eagles players wanting to get hits on Carson Wentz. And you look at oh. who was totaling those sacks. It was uh, it was pretty much Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox leading the charge there. Some yes, some two longtime yep. teammates of Carson Wentz. And that being said. It is awesome to see BG out there balling stuff, man. Uh, yeah. like, this guy continues to get better. He, it's it's great to see, man, because after, you know, the, the injury that he sustained, it was a real question mark whether he was going to be able to bounce back from that at his age. But he looks phenomenal right now. I'm glad to have him back. Now, the yeah. uh, Eagles had four sacks in the first half for the yes. first time since 1991. You're talking about uh, Fletcher Cox. He had three total tackles, one sack, two QB one hits. One and a half sacks. 
oh, one tackle for loss. Uh, Brandon Graham, six total tackles, two and a half sacks. Yep. Five QB hits, one pass deflection. Uh, TJ Edwards, 10 total tackles, one sack, two QB hits, two tackles for loss. Um, now, so, now do, they, do they count the, the QB hit when uh, Carson pulled it down and tried to run? And I'm talking about uh, TJ unloaded on that ass. Carson, mm-hmm. yeah. and Carson was trying to make a statement at this point in the game, and he came and he tried to do that because he's, he's, he's a big guy. He came and he tried to lower the dynamite, and TJ came up and was like, yeah. I was like, I think he, I think he knocked all the fight, the rest of the fight out of him at that point of the game. And, and I also want to like while we're on the topic of the linebackers as well. One thing that I started to think about is we haven't like we haven't even fully opened up this team yet. Like Nicobe Dean still waiting in the wings, man. <laughs> TJ Edwards is balling right now, and I'm glad to see TJ Edwards balling. But like we have so many layers and so much depth to this team. Jason Kelsey is playing at a phenomenal level right now. Cam Jordan, I'm sure, would be balling as well. Like, this yeah. team has depth. And that you, every, everything that you're mentioning there is a good problem to have, man. Like, yeah. I'm, it's I'm, not a problem. It's, no, it's, a, it's a problem. Awesome. <laughs> it's not a problem for us, but it's a problem. Yeah. And it's a very good problem. A problem for the opposing teams. Like, yes. that's just the thing. You, clear, you clearly stated, we still have weapons that you don't even know about. And then going back, back to Johnson. Uh, Going back to a lot of the comments that you guys were making earlier, like, you know, we're not scoring in the second half. I'm also one curious to know why we're not doing as much in the second half. But then somebody, I can't even remember if it was Gail or if it was Evan that brought up the, the comment, like, maybe you don't want to go ahead and show everybody everything that we got. Maybe that might be the reason why they're not doing so much in the second half. I don't know. And if that is the reason, I'm okay with that. I can respect that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're doing their thing first half. Because we haven't seen first half play like this in God knows how long. You know, no, we usually wait till the second half. Right, you're right. yeah. too little, too late nonsense. Yeah. Right, and I, I don't, so I don't want to, like, I don't want to. Well, we was talking about the people that are stepping up. I don't want nobody to forget my boy Patrick Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. second year player stepping up and number ninety five. We can't say his name, but he was handling business as well. The young, I feel like the young guys are stepping up as well. And and Jordan Davis, you see the block, the big pass block. He's getting more playing time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan Davis was uh that's another guy that a lot of people are talking about. Um, I think he's definitely going to be an X factor as they go down through the season. You talk about a guy who's working his way into his role. I think he's a guy that um everyone want, wants to see him, you know, just let him rip, but the you know, be, be patient, you know, like we're we're seeing it. Uh, you know, he, he was causing pressure early and often. I don't know if you guys saw that clip where he's coming up the middle and Carson is just like you, you know the Carson, mm-hmm. you know, when he sees the deer in the headlights, he had a deer in the headlight moment when he saw Jordan Davis coming at him. So he was causing pressure early. So I think as we get down further into the season, you're going to need this depth. And I think uh, Jordan Davis is just coming into his own. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. and how about, uh, I mean, we flip it over to the other side of the ball. We got, we got three Batmen out there, as they like to call themselves. <laughs> uh, the only uh, three wide receivers in the league with 45-plus uh, yard reception so far this year. I mean, what, what, like I said earlier, we are firing on all cylinders. And that is one thing that, granted, that was me. Guys, that was me talking about Jalen Hurts and the arm strength earlier this year. My man's been throwing the deep ball like no one else right now. I got nothing to say. I, I think this man has progressed immensely, and uh, it, it's great to see, man. I mean, you, you, are you, I, Carson are you, Wentz was easy, easy take. Easy okay. take. I, 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 I know. Hey, I let's not, let's not gatekeep 
the Jalen Hurts love here, okay? I, all I said was simply that he can't be the Jalen Hurts from last year and be be him this year and be considered the franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts has proven to be a franchise quarterback this year, 100%. I mean, he, he definitely is. And, I mean, you, going back to last year when we all had concerns about certain things about him, you're concerned. I didn't have no concerns. All right. Your concern, Gavin's concern was the arm strength. My concern was leading the receivers. It's mm-hmm. all things that he progressed in, all things that he's mm-hmm. gotten so much better in. I mean, mm-hmm. we were going back and forth. I was explaining to you with my baseball background experience, arm strength can be built. And look, it shows proof is in the pudding. My man is really launching. And, what did, and, what, did I, and what did I tell you? Your gatekeeping. Oh, he, he was, this he guy's was, gatekeeping. I, no, I talk, no, I just said, give this kid a chance. He's got to uh, uh, learn. Absolutely. But that's everybody just talking about. We say, don't give him a chance. He's got, no, nah, I said, I said, give him a chance. You, you did. Everybody was tearing him, tearing him down. Give him a chance. Y'all act like he was a five or six year veteran. That's what y'all was acting like. And who's I just y'all? said, give the kid a chance. Who's y'all? Yeah, who is oh, yeah, who was talking about? Oh, his arm strength. Oh, nah, 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 wait a minute, he's got to be able to throw these passes. He's got to be able to throw these passes. Tank, let me just, just ask that. you a question. Can I ask you a question? Okay. Do you sure. think that Jalen Hurts has improved from last year? Yeah. But okay. I knew yeah. I already, that was our point. Knew that. We, we needed already, him to get that. I already knew that. But see, I was riding. But see, it's the difference between riding with him. And well, then publicly, publicly, well, uh, we were right. Well, hold on, hold on. We were yeah, riding with him. Too. Not, we were all in. Yeah, we were all in. We were all in. But we because have, one, one, we one of the comments, right. uh, so, uh, one of the comments, right one of the comments, one of the comments was, I don't believe in him yet. Yeah, when y'all said y'all didn't believe in him, we were all in, bro. We y'all when you say you don't believe in him, who are you talking about? I'm talking about them too. Me and me and me and Mal was letting y'all know. We're all in. <laughs> we were oh, yeah. at the end of the day uh jalen hurts um he's well, a guy that yeah he, he had a nice little quote like obviously you know the the media is always going to try and get him to say something i thought this was a nice little uh this this shows you what jalen hurts is you know the you know one of the beat reporters is like uh you know you and the question is like are you and carson will be connected probably for your entire careers now that it's over is there any satisfaction for you that now that you've shown that you can sort of handle, you know, the situation? And he's like, he's like, I'd say not. Um, it's 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 very good for us, you know, uh, to come in here week three and get another win, regardless of the opponent. It's a faceless opponent to me. We came out here. We were able to get away with the win and we didn't play to our standard. And that's the kind of kind of the biggest takeaway i have from this game said jalen same with the last two weeks we're grateful for the win uh but i'm not satisfied so when he says we i think i it's it's for me it's always the little things you, yeah. you can tell what what players are saying yeah they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what they're saying without even saying it he's dialed in and focused um you talk about yeah. the faceless opponent i talk about the, the <laughs> coach speak that he speaks in even though I feel like he believes all that stuff. Some players might talk to talk, but not walk to walk. He walks to walk and talks to talk. Um, so I feel like everyone is falling in line. And I think that that whole standard thing. I, I can't see that. Prime. Hold on. I can't see Prime and uh, Evan at the same time. Take a picture down. I just want to see, that, see the look on their face. How can't you see us? <laughs> no, I can see you good oh, now. Man. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. <laughs> you rule the day. No, I'm just teasing. You, That's what you I'm say just I'm just kidding, you. but now you're not. <laughs> no, I, I, I am just teasing. I, I love, yeah. I love the team. Well, it's uh, I'm only teasing you guys 
But I'm serious about that. That Joker John and there's a couple of you other skanks out there that I got <laughs> I got some words for. There are, there <laughs> are, and that's and that's where you need to focus on them. You need to focus mm-hmm. on them. But you were absolutely right because you can even still hear it in that stadium. You can hear it in some of the crowds. There's still a lot of people that don't have confidence in this man. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, their yeah. confidence level compared to the confidence level you think we have in him is mm-hmm. nowhere near. Like they just don't have it. They yeah. really don't think this guy is capable of leading us. And look, we're already at three and zero, and it's based off of him, based off yep. of the plays that he's been making. So you know, what I mean, I, I, I'm and, with you. There are people out there that need to get their shit together, wake up, and realize, yo, this dude is the real deal. I think he's that those people. I think that those people that are out there, though, those are simply the types of people that hate to be wrong. You know what I mean? So they will know. look for you're, any you're right. excuse. To, like where, where I've been saying is that I, I admit I was wrong about what I had said about Jalen Hurts. I'm willing to accept that, and I'm happy that I was wrong because that that just means so much better for us. But the people out there that are just hell-bent on having a correct opinion and yeah. are not actually watching Jalen Hurts out there and watching how good he's balling, yeah, those are the people that need to get checked. Yeah, absolutely. No one really talks about the nuance that he's worked on. Like, and then some of that stuff you can't can't be seen on, you know, like you know, IG videos. This is yeah. like cerebral stuff that he's you know, you know look chosen look to uh, work on his game. He, they even Sirianni was talking about how Hertz doesn't want to leave this, you know, Novacare. He won't, yeah. he's dialed in. Like it's he, he's pretty much locked in, and we we've, we've kind of seen that. All off season. And I think well, you, and you I, love. Yeah. You love. I'm, I'm just gonna say you just love. When you're put, when you're a defensive player or a player on the squad, and you see your, you see your quarterback, uh, the kind of work that they put in, and you, I, I can see the, I can see the work that you put in because I was taking, I was taking notes on everybody's critiques, and it was his footwork. He wasn't, he wasn't stepping and following through his soul. I never thought he, he didn't have. He had one. He has one of the strongest arms in the, in the NFL as far as, uh, as far as that. His accuracy was in question, and it was mainly because of his footwork and the way he was throwing, throwing the ball. But I see a, a great—I saw a great amount of improvements even towards like the end of last year. I saw him getting some confidence, and, he, and the confidence comes with being in the same system again. And it's like as he's as he's going through this system, we're going to see some leaps and bounds that that I don't think any of us are, have seen in quite some time. Because what, what I didn't realize earlier this season, this is the second time. This is only the second time. That this kid has been with the same same coaches, set as the first time he's been with the same coaches for two years, mm-hmm. with the, with pretty much the same system. I went back and looked. I was like, man, because when he was at uh, when he was at um, when he was at uh, at Alabama, mm-hmm. they had uh, what's the uh, Lane Kiffin, then they had uh, the, the guy Sartesian, and then then somebody else came uh, after Sartesian, and then he went to Lincoln Riley. Yeah, he got here had had Dougie P. Then Dougie P's out. Then he had Nick Soriati. So this is actually the first time that this kid and, and he's flourishing, and mm-hmm. it shows. And, and as I, I don't think he has no which way to go but up. And uh, the thing that I, I I love about him, and he Gail was just saying this about the I I not the I but the we we we. Uh, when you listen to Carson, you hear A O one, I I I need to do better. I got it. That's the way I play. And when players hear that, even though it's a subliminal message. And it's just like what whatever everything you guys are saying, you know where they're coming from. And it's not from a place of sincerity or a teammate. It's like don't get teammate and homie mixed up. That's what yeah. that's what I hear when I hear Carson talk. And so it's certain cats I, I hear that from. And I, I was like, I know I, I can't I can't mess with that guy. I can't I, I it's like I play I play and I do my job and I do it to the best of my ability. 
I was like, but I, I, I can't count on that person. And it's like, well, you can't count on a person. You kind of hesitate and you can't, and that, that's what, that's what causes the uh, change in the, in your team to, you know, to be weak. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I, I, I just wanted to say that the one thing that I think was uh, you could see the stark difference. It was interesting to see uh, the Eagles quarterback of past play the Eagles quarterback of present on the same field on the same day. And the one major takeaway I had is Jalen Hurts' decision making is just so much better than Carson's. Carson is out there trying to hit a home run every single play. He thinks he could score on every play, and that's why he holds on to the ball too long. That's why he turns the ball over so often. That's why he gets sacked all the time. Jalen Hurts is able to flush the pocket better, but he's also able to just make the right decision. He's making the right decision, and uh, that is one of the major reasons why, I mean, pretty much the only turnover he has this year is the one that bounced off Kenny Gainwell's hands. <laughs> yep. Um, talk about um, uh, players that he can count on um, and uh, guys who are making it easier for him. Uh, you, you talk about a wide receiver. You know, in the offseason, everyone's wide receiver one and wide receiver, you know, maybe two. Or I was like wide receiver 1A, 1B, uh, and that 1B in Devontae. What about 1C? What, what uh, no, I mean, well, I'm Dallas got it. I'm talking about the wide receiver. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Dante Smith, who had a one of his you know best games of his career. Uh, you're talking about the yards he put up. Uh, I saw a note from uh, Ruben Frank out here. He said, uh, you know, 169 receiving yards was the most by an Eagle since Jeremy Macklin had 187 in the loss to Arizona in 2014. Uh, it was the most yards any Eagle has had against Washington in 29 years since Calvin yeah. Williams had 181 yards. Uh, in the game at the vet in 1993. So, but, you know, I mean, the way that he's attacking the football at the catch point is when he, when we wanted him to get drafted by the Eagles, this is exactly what we talked about. Consistency, consistency at the catch point has been amazing. Uh, The way that he contorts his body in the air. This is things he's been doing consistently through college every, every year. And now he's just he, – he he almost – it reminds me of Marvin Harrison. Like, I'm watching the game. I'm like, man, he looks like Marvin Harrison out there right now. Bro, the, the, the Slim Reaper came out on Sunday. The Slim Reaper came out from the dip on Sunday. <laughs> that man was stealing souls. He was up in the air and grabbing everything that was coming his way. There was one play that you guys walked out to go do whatever y'all had to do. And, and I'm glad I didn't move. Cause that was the play he called the end zone. I mean, mm. he went up in the air. He brought that baby down, bro. My that man was, sweet. was he was on fire. See, he had a lot of family footwork, there too. Yeah, he his footwork. Family. His footwork was on point. He was making it. He was making plays, and I love to see it. The fact that we were in the building, we got to see that thing hands on. It was great, man. He was on. Yeah, you know, it was one of the best shows that I've seen in a while, man. Tell and, and just to Gail's point, where he's talking about one A, one B, like. You, you have Devontae going off this game. You had uh, A.J. Brown going off the first game of the year. Like, this is legitimately a – for a wide receiver core that just a few years ago, um, you know, what what was it, Greg Ward or Travis Fulgham leading the charge with, like, under <laughs> like 600 yards or whatever. Like, we have a realistic opportunity right now at 2,000-yard receivers. And that is just amazing to see, man. Devontae Smith, and that the, the one thing I want to say about Devontae Smith, it's not just the, the his hops, it's not just uh, him going at the catch point. 
it's his ability that this guy's 170 pounds. And one of the biggest complaints is he's too small. He's not going to last in the league. Dude, he, he's fine. He plays he's, big. He's, 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 he's fine, absolutely bro. fine. Yeah. And yeah. so um, it's, it's great to see, man. It's a couple of unsigned receivers. We're not talking about Pascal or, uh, or Quez, who's been making quality contributions, sure. especially Quez on that deep sleeper that, that put everybody on notice about my bo- uh, Bobo Boy's deep credibilities uh, and, and, and fun with accuracy. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, it's a good point. I mean, you say we, you know, we, we, we don't really forget about Quez and we really didn't forget about Pasco neither because, I mean, like they've been they've been doing their job and that's exactly what we need. We got four receivers that are doing their job, two that are definitely getting all the attention, opening it up for the other two. So, yeah, I mean, whether they're C and D, the fact that we have, again, that problem, I'll take it any day of the week. You know what I mean? So it's like you're going into the game and you're like, all right, who's going to be that guy that's going to put on the show today? Because we have four options. When's the last time we had four options, now, five now, options, six options, whatever? I'm running out yeah, of fingers, bro. Let, let me ask you guys a question here, too, because uh, Antonio Hopper brings up an interesting uh, – uh, what is it? Sophie's Choice is what they call uh, But anyway, are, are you happy that we ended up grabbing Jalen Rager? Because ultimately for a reason. we don't get Devontae. Do we have Things to suffer for before we get to succeed? Is it like Is that, is that you got you, you to gotta crawl before you can walk? Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to to throw. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to excuse any of Howie Roseman's mistakes here. But yeah, he does have are. a point. I'm saying he does have a point. We got the league wide receiver core right now. What well, I think. Well, I what think is, but what if? But what if? Uh, yeah, but if you. But yeah, it, it, it's true. But if you get, if you just get, if you had Justin one Jefferson and then you get Devontae Smith, I mean, yeah, you, you would have never drafted Devontae Smith. Or, or if you get DK Metcalf and then and then Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which you, which would, and then, and then you got AJ Brown. Oh God, oh God. Oh, sorry. Nah, there's no way AJ comes here with two studly wide receivers like that. I don't know. You never know. Hey, listen, man. It all you happened for a reason, and and now we're all glad it did. Yeah, yes. that's it. I'm happy with just, what we got. Just reap the benefits. Let's not let's not fantasy football this up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know Hollis was talking about um. Dallas Goddard. Like, let's not forget 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 about Dallas Goddard. Uh, we're we'll, we'll talking about. I mean, AJ scored, Devontae scored, Dallas scored first? off a nice little uh, a tight end tight screen. screen. A little, yeah, little tackle. Yeah. bro, the no, no. movie made. Well, I, I mean, you also got. We all sounded like Chris Berman in the crowds. We were like, "What?" <laughs> we gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta give hat tips to the way that Kelsey got out there, man. He had, you know, he had that. The, the horse is out there leading leading the way. Did a nice little skip skip to my Lou move, yeah, and I'm you know like again like when you when defenses are, are trying to defend the Eagles, like who do you who do you defend? Because when you spend too much time on one certain player, there's someone else in the seams. Yeah, there's someone else yeah. in the flats. There's or, or Jalen Hurts can just take off. When, so when I mean, yeah. yeah. So you, you talk about taking off. A lot, a lot of people are like, well, Jalen Hurts didn't really run this game. So yeah, he hasn't won. really ran the last two games. The so very first won. game we were off. Yeah. Right. The very first game we were questioning all that. I was definitely. I wasn't. Won. You know. I, mean? I wasn't. I, okay. We know Hollis wasn't. We know we. Okay. We got. That. I say you run. We no, but it's like to what y'all said. I understand what y'all was saying, but when you're playing 
you you win the you win the way the best way you know how. And 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 you did you made that you made that valid yeah. point, and I and I admitted that last week on the show that mm -hmm. because you brought that point out to the you know to the opening, it made me realize that more as I'm seeing the defense how it was set up. Yeah, you yeah. got to take advantage. That's what Jalen got better at. He didn't yeah. have that shit last year. He yeah. got that's another thing he got better at. He read the defense. He's reading the field. You know, so if his guys are being <laughs> occupied, he's gonna go ahead and do his thing. So you yeah. know, what I mean, yeah, you made well, that. That's what, remember, remember, that's what I told you. I got mad at at five for not doing because he he was listening to everybody trying to stay in the pocket. And you you see them running man, you see them running man under, and you steady trying to wait on a pass to be thrown yeah, instead yeah. of just pulling it down and putting these motherfuckers on notice. Don't turn your back on me. Don't turn your back on me so I can throw the pass behind you or in a, in a gap between you. That's as a, as a, as a quarterback when they turn their back on you, you pull it down and you run and let them know that the four up front that's going against the five or the three up front that's going against the five ain't gonna get it. You better put some, make you spy me and take somebody out of the coverage. And that's it. It puts it puts hella pressure on the defense. And it's like just just the threat alone. I, I'll tell you this: in practice, when you going against when we was going against a quarterback that ran. They used to have a running back back there with the ball after the quarterback threw the ball so that we could chase. Yep. <laughs> so fair. it's like, so you have to, it puts you on notice. And even, even if he doesn't do it, you got to prepare for it. It's like, I feel like we, and that's another thing too. I feel like we've been preparing a lot better as far as, as culture wise, culture wise too. We haven't been surprised by just anything and everything. So. Mm -hmm. Now uh, talking about uh, offensive MVP. From last game, uh, who you got? Who you, who you got? Numero six, <laughs> number six all day. <laughs> I still got number. One. I still got number one. I'm sorry. That's cool. That's fair. That's fair. Cool. I he had a great that. game. I can't beat that. I can't beat that. You he can't probably had his best game of the year so far. I mean, I that. um, that's you, that's you, you could you could go Cole MVP. No Cole MVP. No, I mean, like, I, I think both both of them played a. a well, yeah, one was throwing to the other. You know. Because it but just then, but a, then one yeah, one got other one got other everybody else involved. Just from a wide receiver perspective, from a wide receiver perspective, I'm gonna give some love to the wide receiver there because he, <laughs> he just had a, one of his best games of his career. Spectacular. But I, no, Jalen was awesome too, man. Yeah, Jalen was awesome. You see how I, there's a picture of him leaving the stadium, the, yeah. you know, versus last year where he almost got um, trampled. Oh, but yeah. this this time he's like probably like three feet off the air. You got you got Dom holding the gate up. <laughs> I mean, he, he he's just sure. got like he's he's like three feet off the air, and there's a look on his face where, you know, as much as he's locked in and he, he kind of like downplays the emotion. Usually at the end of the game, he lets it rip when after a big dub, and I like to see that from him. Um, but like the way that he's locked in, man, uh, I love to see it, man. Yeah, yeah. Something we haven't seen in quite some time. Uh, now talk about defensive MVP. There's a lot of sacks, QB hits. Yeah, I was going to say the D line as <laughs> the a whole. You can't really as a whole. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Nine sacks, a bunch hey, of hits. Nine I sacks, seven of them. They only rushed four. I think yeah. that is something that's being sw swept under the rug right now. Is yeah. we, we we were getting uh, we were getting pressure with only four guys, which is something that honestly we were kind of concerned about. We wanted to see more blitzes, but if we're able to get that type of penetration with four, I don't think that happens week after week because Carson holds on to the ball too long. I think that yeah. number is a little bit. But skewed. but, but uh, the one thing that I did see though, we didn't really blitz. We pre we did some pressure rushes, 
to where we somebody one of the defensive ends like will be if it was Reddick, sometimes they were dropping the back, but they sent them more times than not, and they rushed just they rushed just four, but you didn't know which four. And that when I say creativity in the defense, if you look at everybody else's defense, in order for our secondary not to be tired at the end of the game, sometimes you have to run some uh, some zone we call it zone pressures, and when you run when you run zone pressures. You get the guys up front moving around and stuff, and they they get to slant and move this way because you're bringing you're bringing somebody from the secondary, and you're just dropping one of the defensive linemen who's who's most more than likely uh, in, and you dropping them under somewhere, and you had this inexperienced offensive line that was playing, so that's that's what that's why I loved I loved what what they were doing. I.e., I, I know it was uh, Vic Fangio. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. <laughs> ah, come on. I was just about to ask the question, say, where are we at with getting it right now, bro? <laughs> I know this is all Vic Fangio. I, I know I'm a I'm a I'm a student of the game. I know I know how he's got he the earpiece in. He's behind yeah, the curtain. I know he, I know how he calls the game, and right. it's like I, I, one time we're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch the game, and I'll show you I'll show you how how a good defense coordinator calls the game because we used to have in in practice not in practice but in film sessions after going through the, going through the week of practice on that Friday or and that Saturday night before the game, we'd be sitting up the team defense. And he would pick somebody out to call call a defense, call a defense on this play. It's like you have to call a defense. It's like, uh, uh, Jim, Jim would be like, uh, "Tank second and second and nine. What you call him? I call him calling under smash zone trap." He say, "I call that too." And you know why I call under smash zone trap? Because it's second and seven plus. They're trying to throw a short pass so they can get make it to third and manageable. So I'm sending. I'm send, I'm not sending the house, but I'm sending four to four to five guys to put you on notice to get the ball out of your hand quick possibly causing the pick and hitting the quarterback to let him know that it's about to be a long day. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's an art. And I, I, I learned the art. It's the funniest thing is as I, when I watch the games, it still works to this day. What? And that, that's like our, our next game. You're going to see it at his finest with the next game. Cause the defensive coordinator, he's my, he's one of my teammates. He's my, he's my boy. And he's a disciple of uh, Jim Johnson. So, we got to we got to get ready for this cat. Yeah, Mike um, Mike Caldwell. And talk about um going back to the defensive line. Um, I I love when they got those one on ones. When they got those one on ones, Hargrave yeah. took advantage. Like Fletch took advantage, and that's at the end of the day, that's what you want to see from your lineman taking advantage of those one on ones and mm -hmm. and just really taking those pigeons and throwing them out the way, throwing them out the club. <laughs> I yeah. did like how they were showing the 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 five uh, uh five man up front. And then yep. moving back, TJ, or like you know, showing the blitz, or like even on some of these passing downs, um, where Epps would like lurk, you know, mm -hmm. he's in the alley just waiting, you know, and they uh, um, call that robber, <laughs> yeah. And then and then and Darius and then Darius Slay was talking about in his presser just being, you know, they're like how how to stop Carson Wentz taking away his first read, making him get to mm -hmm. the second and third, and you're seeing where. He was falling apart, and you could see where he's like trying to throw in that window. And Epps is like, "Hey, bro, I see the dagger concept coming through." <laughs> you know, like when you get the point where where your cornerbacks are running the routes for the wide receiver, right. that's like beautiful. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it is. You know what? But uh, I'm just gonna say that you know what that that uh that tells us that they need a uh, they need to be in the offense a year longer. The, their receivers, 
and they're, and they're tipping their routes. Uh, but I did learn from Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, and uh, Al Harris, and all, all those guys is uh, and just sitting around watching them and watch, watching the watch film and listening to Leslie Frazier. Guys tip their routes sometimes uh, on the way they're running. And it's like if they run it out real hard like this, as soon as they do this, you know it's a comeback route. But if they, some guys know how to disguise it, and that's why that's why when they say a guy is a real route runner, he never he never shows you what he's going to do. That's why that's what I like about the Slim Reaper and uh, AJ Johnson. You never know when they're doing a the comeback because they still they run the same way. And it's it's kind of like it's kind of like it's almost like a cliche in football because if you're doing a, a move on the defensive line and you're about to change your move up, you still go to about the, about it the same way so you don't let them know what you what you're doing. So once they get on tape. They never know what you're doing. That, that's the part about that's when you make it past three or four years. That's how, that's what that's that's what make that's how, how people get past three or four years because once they have you on tape and they figure you out, it's up to you to be able to give them the same look but give them some different stuff all, uh, at different points of the game so that you can continue to have success. And to that point, exactly. I mean, we've seen Carson here for, you know, the whole beginning of his career, five, six years, and we know exactly what he is. And uh, I think this Eagles uh, defense was able to game plan pretty easy against them. Because if you remember while he was here, remember when they were breaking the field down and what was it, quarters? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he he can only look at this one quarter half of the field. Reads. Yeah, the half field reads. Yeah. Like, man, it's so simple. You just see where his eyes go and you, you guys you lock down whoever's there. Yeah, you know the the funniest part uh, about about the the last part last year that Carson was here was watching the Cleveland game. I was at Stingers uh, eating with some old guys, oh oh, with some older older gentlemen. We were watching the game, so they came up in the Max Blitz, and they didn't they didn't they didn't audible out of the Max Blitz. He pumped fake twice, and it seemed like he waited on the on the linebacker to get to the flat. Said, I know you know what I'm talking about to get to pick yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, dude, what are you? You you caught you he did right by making the audible, but then you pump fake. You don't pump fake on a blitz. That was <laughs> the dumb, and that, and that's the type of thing that I just got sick of seeing. I was like, it was it's one of those things where I feel like he peaked and he fooled all of us with those first two years, and then he became trash because he I think he was worried about the wrong thing. If if they gave me a hundred some million dollars, I ain't worried about them drafting nobody in the second damn round. I don't give a damn about that. I was like, he gonna have to. I got as many chances as best. All he had to do was not turn over the ball. Wake up. If you don't, you, that's the one thing any any coach will tell you. If you turn over the ball too much, you are not. You cannot lead us anywhere. I'm just happy they won the first round of this. You know, because Sirianni's talking about the 17 round fight. I, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, you know I'm glad they won the first round, uh, and then they're setting the tone. We got, we watched some uh, NFC East football last night. The Dallas oh, Cowboys, and the uh, New York Giants, Both who trash. lost. Lost uh, Sterling Shepard towards his ACL, yeah, on that, yeah. uh, and no, no contact too. That's yeah, that was pretty bad. Regardless if if you know, I mean, how they played, regardless of Sterling Sharp, you know, I mean Sterling Shepard towards his ACL. That game was so trash. It was thank you on both sides, <laughs> defense, <laughs> offense from both teams. I mean, it was a boring ass game. Like, I'm not just saying this. I'm not being biased, but, bro, like, I've seen these guys. I've seen these teams compete. I've seen them go at it. It's at times entertaining because, you know what I mean, you want to see the, the the opposing teams in the in the um, division go at it. Right. But that was probably the worst outings I had. I mean, we had drop passes. Rush looks good. That line is horrible. Defense, you know what I mean, terrible. Parson, I, I know he was sick yesterday, 
I mean, he plays a whole lot better than that. But it we was were all just, sick watching that shit. Yeah, it was just it was bad. It was bad football <laughs> yesterday, man. No, you know it was. It, you know if you watch the second half, it's a quality football game in the second half. But that first half, if you if you if you if you were bad enough to stick around for that second half, and I, mm-hmm. I use that term loosely because it was like if you could stomach any more of it, that <laughs> second half was actually some exciting football. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it was kind of like it's like watching the bad news bears get good. <laughs> Can I just tell you too the lengths that these Cowboys fans go to? Because I saw oh, a, a, a beat writer for Dallas, and he was out here talking about after that game, uh, Cowboys second half points this season twenty one, Eagles fourteen. Is that guy high? Like, are, are you looking at these two teams and you're like, yeah, that's Extremely. a legitimate comparison? Was that RJ Ochoa? Like, who's, yeah, who's, Ochoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, he, he's like his Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he, his his preseason Super Bowl uh, was the Vikings and the Bills. Oh, so God. when we when we beat the Vikings, he was like, well, you know, I said uh, they really haven't played anybody, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's maybe three out of the four opponents. I'm like, come on. Yo, are you gonna move the goalposts? <laughs> like, I mean, like the Kingston, moving the goalposts. Oh, well, that's that's when you start people. You start seeing, uh, you know, outside reporters starting to, to talk about the Eagles. You know that it's gotten to a point where, you know, the streets are talking. They're, they're yeah. you know, but, they're they're, little, but, yeah. but you yeah, know, yeah, you but know, they, you know, shit is real when you get this man, this man yeah. to talk about a Philadelphia Eagle when he hits number one on his mm-hmm. playmaker list. When's yeah. the last time you seen a Philadelphia Eagle be on this man's playmaker list? I mean, he huh? got you know so what? excited. I thought he was going to come out his suit. Matter of fact, bro, if you go back to that video, he unbuttoned his jacket because he was so souped to talk about Devontae Smith. Yeah. But the, the and, thing, and, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. And Morris doesn't like it either. All these, all these yahoos coming out the woodwork. They were, they was uh, shutting us at first. I take, I, I, they're just waiting on us to do, to have a bad game. So like, see, we told you they weren't good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't like it. I, I don't like them talking like they like they down with us. Fuck them. Excuse oh, me. Fuck I'm 100. It's like especially, especially at the end of the day, it's always going to be fucked up because they were they weren't there from the beginning. Don't yeah. get you there now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try. To, yeah. Don't try. To, don't try to bandwagon jump now. And all them all them all them chumps on the on the watch out like uh, Rex Ryan punk ass was on there talking about. I don't. I don't know if I believe in Jalen. Well, he's made a believer out of me. Now I might give a damn. You foot like the son of an onion. I don't boy, please. He's a, he has a foot fetish. I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. Yeah, we, 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 we. I'll take that. I'll take the onion. <laughs> Bro, like because I mean, you, you see all these uh, outside uh, media outlets really just porting on thick, and I'm just like. You know, we've we've all been here in the trenches. We've right. it started in the off season. You know, the talks that we've oh. had, the practices we've been to, the things that we've seen with our own eyes. We didn't need to, someone else to tell us what we're seeing when we're seeing it in practice. And at the end of the day, that's the kind of stuff I love. I love to see it come to fruition. So, like, we're here in that moment. But uh, I mean, from the the first three games, we'll go on the go. We'll go around the room. What what is your your number one takeaway from this Eagles team. I'll go pr- go prime first. What is your number one takeaway from this Eagles football team? Well, thank you for letting me go first because I'm pretty sure the rest of the guys are going to talk about the same one. But, bro, it's Jalen Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts coming out of the woodworks, doing his thing, proving us, you know, fans that had some concerns that, hey, listen, man, just hang in there. I got it. I'm going to go ahead and prove it. And that's what exactly what he's been doing. Now, I know we're only three games in. But it's still having that great feeling that, you know, we could find this confidence going in 
to these games every week. And, you know, I mean, he's given us reasons to have that confidence. And I can't be thankful, more thankful than ever, you know, seeing the work that he's been putting in in the offseason and now showing it in games. Um, you know, I'm, I'm there. I'm being, um, definitely being more patient, definitely giving him the respect because, you know, he's, he's really showing the footwork. He's showing the arm strength. So, you know, all around he's doing his thing, and I just hope he stays on point with it. Thank Well, Well, you know what? Uh, what's, what it showed me is uh, is that the Vic Fangio can call a good defense. Uh, I, I was uh, I, w- I was I was never worried about Jalen. Uh, I, I kind of I knew not so much I knew, but I had confidence in that the kid, what he what he did in the offseason and the things that he worked on, and just, just this whole, the way he goes about things. I knew that he was he was going to be ready for this season and for this challenge. My thing was it was the defense was it going to be a Fugazi ranked tenth ranked defense? It's like and I say Fugazi because if we were bend but don't break. You get that, that that defensive bend but don't break. That, that don't even sound correct to me. When you when you when you play defense, you're supposed to impose your will, you're supposed to force the issue. You're supposed to kick ass and take names. And we're currently doing that first that first game. We bend but don't break. But then he came, we came back. And Vic Fangio had to uh, put some uh, put some gunpowder in his coffee and Jonathan Gannon's coffee, and uh, you know, and now and now we're coming up with the come on the, the one the one thing that the other part was I got the game going, and it's way more Eagles fans in the, in the audience than than it is. <laughs> and I knew I went crazy because we it was the takeover was real. I didn't I've never taken a picture of the of the audience, but damn near every other seat is green. It's got, got somebody with green on it in it. It's just like it's just maroon sprinkled out through there, just a smidgen. That's all it was. So it's, it's, it was a, we we was killing it, man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I we mean, kept looking around, and we, we people behind us, five yeah. people over the whole right. row was Eagle fans. Not one. Yeah, there was right. not one. Uh, there was. I saw Cowboy fans. In our yeah. Session. And, and the funny thing, the funny thing is, if you just looked at this game and didn't uh, and then t- took the score down, you would think it was the Eagles' home game. Because they got oh, yeah. on they got on light colored uniforms, and when you look at the stands, it's all those all those birds fans that came out that handled business, man. It was dope. And and one one more thing too, I know everybody's seen when Jordan Mailata destroyed somebody trying to come on. Yeah, the he oh, destroyed him. Oh destroyed god, destroyed him. <laughs> but but Evan, before you go, man, you know what I mean, Hollis, just a point that you brought up. It, I'm gonna tell you right now, that was a home game. Fuck what you heard. That was a home game from the dip. I mean, we took over that stadium. Yo, we were born everything in sight from the cheerleaders, no disrespect, but the right. cheerleaders, the kid that went and grabbed the tea off the field. <laughs> he was getting booed. All right. The guys that I were, sing, the guys I, that I were singing the national anthems. I mean, we, we, yo, us Philly fans, we contributed because that you couldn't hear them for shit. So we ended up chiming in and it was fun, man. So you knew. That that game was going to be all us from the from the very beginning to the end, and that's exactly how it turned out. The other part, the other part of that was at the beginning of the game, I was listening. I had to turn up the volume. You could you you didn't know that it was not a home. It was a home game for the uh, for the, for Washington because y'all they, everybody was booing the crap out of uh, Carson. They, when he hit the field, all you heard was boo. Well, I was like, damn. I was like, are they at home? <laughs> dude, it was dude. It was a great thing to hear, especially as a. Um, you know, in in, uh, in in my playing years and, and seeing everybody that used to do they traveled well when I was playing, but man, this is this is probably the best I've seen ever. Yeah, and and uh, j- just to your point too, I think my favorite chant of the whole day was whenever Carson was down and third down, and the whole 
Carson. All started. <laughs> you know that was getting in his head. Uh, but to answer Gail's question, to get back to that, uh, if I had went first, my answer would have been Jalen Hurts. He is him, bro. He is oh, what a, a what franchise what a point quarterback. <laughs> but I will say that uh, my my answer just to just to switch it up a little bit is uh, this defense, man. Like as a whole, uh, you're looking from the defensive line just absolutely dominating on Sunday to having two elite cornerbacks in uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury, just being able to lock things down on the outside and keeping Lil Tay Tay in the slot exactly where he belongs. Thirsty <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, one yeah. of the big concerns going into this year was, you know, the safety position. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Marcus Epps have been playing great. Um, this, this defense as a whole um, is a force to be reckoned with. We have yeah, a legitimate perfect. top five defense paired with a top five offense. You know what that means. <laughs> Get ready. going to be a long year. You know it. All right, Football my, in January. My, my, my <laughs> biggest takeaway after these three games, my, my, you know, my brother's, you know, related. So he, he's reading. He's kind of reading my mind. Uh, and, and he said there's no Robins on this team, no sidekicks. Everybody's making plays. I do have the uh, Batman shirt on today. I looked nice. high and low to get one. Um, at, they're at Kohl's for 15 bucks if you want to get one. Since early this morning, just so everybody knows, since early this morning, this man been out there looking for a bad um, uh, I'm working. Yeah, man. So uh, I have I have some, but um, it's funny just because when you think about this team and the the areas of weakness, there's everybody's balling out of control. You know, we, you know, you can start with Jalen and work your way across the offense. The offensive line, defensive line, the safeties, the corners, the linebackers. There's really not a position of weakness where you're concerned about. And but the, at, the, at the end of the day, every, every single week, whether it's Darius Slade last week, whether this week Devontae Smith or like any any one of number number of the guys across the line making big plays. There's so many guys that are stepping up. There's no sidekicks. There's just asses being kicked across you know the three three weeks in a row and it's it's like i'm not trying to be i'm not even from coming from a homer um perspective well i love what i see from this team (laughs) (laughs) i I love you know i love what i see from this team you know you know you know what is it reminds me of uh it's like when we see the the depth that we have and uh, everybody's getting in again because i i like to watch uh when the young guys get in there to see what they're gonna do, and they 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 actually doing good. They season season the second. Uh, I had a, a I had a speech uh, a pregame speech uh, given by Avery Johnson, and he was he was uh, he he came to us and he was like he's like season the second because it's like you never you're never gonna get this moment back again, and you never know if you ever ever be at this point again. He's like so you need any time that you're on the field, you seize the second. You do your best and leave it all out there. And you ain't got no nobody to apologize to, and you got you have no regrets. And I see a lot of these, like I, like I'm talking about the young kids, like the second year cat, uh, uh, 95, because I don't want to wreck his wreck his yeah. name. And that's saw Patrick yeah. Johnson. You yeah. see Jordan Davis out there. See, because they're white this first year out there handling handling business. So like a he almost like like a Deion Sanders of linebackers in, in <laughs> covers, man. So I was like, so I, I'm just enjoying, I'm just kind of enjoying the enjoying the voyage right now. Uh, I I, I know. Uh, I just know that everybody's happy now. Hey, a couple and, of people and, are, ask, are asking the question about this Batman situation. 
My thing is, has everybody seen all the Batmans here? Besides the last one, the very last one, has everybody seen all the Batmans here? Except for the new one. We got to talk, bro. We really have to talk. Michael Keaton is Batman, damn it. (laughs) Adam West and Michael Keaton. (laughs) I was getting ready to say, Hollis, how do you label them? You know what I mean? They're talking about we got three Batmans on the team. Okay, how do you label them? Who's your bat? Who's who's Keaton? Who's Keaton? Uh, uh, AJ Brown's got to be Michael Keaton. I I I would agree. I would agree. And then you go. And then uh, and then uh, Bell is uh, has got to be the Grim, the Slim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Two yeah. best Batman's there. You know what I mean? Now and and this guy, I don't know. You know what I mean? Val, Kil- Val Kilmer's Batman was actually pretty cool because I I like the. Uh, I like the when they had the Riddler in there. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's Jim the of the big black guy? Jim Carrey was playing the Riddler on that one. I remember that one. That's you know, he went, he went through a hundred. He went through almost a hundred some of those canes to uh, try to uh, yeah. throughout the uh, yeah. throughout the uh, table. Evan, Evan, Evan is so lost right now. He's so lost. Yeah, I was I was in a store. I was I saw one of the uh, the the clerks, and I was asking him. I was like, "Yo, you got any Batman stuff?" This is this is, this is my seventh store in a row, and he's like an older gentleman. So I'm like, so I'm like, so who's your favorite Batman? He's like, well, he's like, it's not a it's not a popular opinion, but I grew up on Adam West. He's like, he he was the OG. So mayor, you know, the mayor of Quahog. Yes, Adam he's West like, was the man. So you younger guys, I don't know. I was like, bro, you know, it's your opinion. You know what it is. Do you have any more Batman shirts? He's like, no, I don't. I'm like, damn. You should have said Adam West, or you would have been in there like swimwear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, if you guys have any questions in the chat, um, bring them up, and we'll we'll close out with some of your questions before we get out of here. No questions um, about Batman, please. Again, uh, I can ask, we can ask some questions about Batman. One of us can't. <laughs> One of these kids is doing his own thing. Oh, <laughs> oh also, before we, uh, if you once you guys see any good questions, bring them up. But um, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a fourth and John tailgate. Um, if you if you if you ever forget if you ever forget, um, there's always one. So, yes. if you're always lost and, it, and, it's and always you don't there. have anyone and you don't have anyone to tailgate, we're always there. So we'll always get a question. You guys, this is the question I've been getting all all week. I know this is Are a you? dumb question. But are you guys tailgating this week? I'm like, yes, we're always tailgating. <laughs> Damn, it's been skippy. it's been six years straight. No games have been missed. We're mm-hmm. gonna be there. Well, I mean, the pandemic messed us up that one year, but we're gonna be there. So uh, we're gonna have a tailgate. Uh, there's gonna be lots of folks out here. This last photo right here is with uh, awesome sauce. Jennifer Slay, the Slay family, Mama Slay hey, on the left. Mama Slay, yeah, yeah, yep. Good times, yes, good times. Yes, you guys uh, see any good questions in the chat? You know, in, in, uh, the questions don't come when when you're winning. The question the questions come far and few. <laughs> well, Darren has a question for you specifically. He says okay. after the game, after I heard about this game, yeah. uh, Ike Reese was talking about you wearing a leather outfit in the locker room one time. What's up with that? <laughs> it's a leather suit. I actually saw it. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna text you. And I'm like, yeah. what is this leather? What was this letter, oh, leather? Let me get suit? a hold of that picture. I yeah. swear, there's no, there, there's no pictures, and it wasn't, a, and it wasn't a leather suit. It was, uh, it, it actually, uh, just in leather. <laughs> it was, it was actually. You know, the only thing was, it was. Uh, you remember, uh, remember Rush Hour too? Yeah. 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 I, had, I had I had that on, but I just, it was just a shirt and the, and the pants, and I had a, a, a t-shirt on underneath. It. 
Oh man! Oh, they, they got it. What color was the leather? <laughs> it was the exact same color. It is. Oh man! Well, well, tell the I'm, listeners what the color of the suit was. I'm, I gotta ask. It's like Ike. a, it's like a, it's a, it's like a, like a dark brownish orange. Yeah, I gotta ask. Ike, do you have pictures? Please tell me you got pictures. No, that, <laughs> nobody got pictures. They, back then, we back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm out there all on me. We didn't have pictures back then. <laughs> Every put it this way, everybody on the team had a questionable outfit. <laughs> that they that they want to forget about. There was Corey who looked like a uh, looked like a karate master one time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna even. Everybody had an outfit before. Brad but actually, uh, was that this? Uh, we had a comment asking who should be returning punts. That is one thing that I will say is that uh, while I talked about. Uh, Devontae Smith being 170 pounds earlier and how he plays bigger. Covey gets absolutely torpedoed oh every single God. time he touches <laughs> oh my the ball. You know, that that guy is going to get sent into Al, orbit one day. Al, that's, what, that's what I was saying. I think we had to we had to give him some time to get his feet wet, uh, mm-hmm. Covey, anyway, because he's got he's going he's gonna to have to learn this. this. is not college. You don't get that kind of time to stand back there. Well, you, if you don't put that hand up to, to Frank Hatchett, you're going to get blasted, and you better be sure before before you put your hand up. Uh, I think it's one of the things where you're going to have to let a, a veteran guy sometimes take him when we when we want a good return. But I think you I think you roll with the kid until 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 uh, somebody else steps up. It's um it's one of those things in special teams where we're we're a young team and we're just coming along. It's yeah. like I don't, I don't the the only way that's the only way I can describe it is like it's like okay now we got our offense and defense now this is what remember when we were saying a complete game. We, okay, mm-hmm. we got our offensive defense down. Now we got to find out who our true special teamers are. Yeah. Who are the guys yeah. who are going to go out there and get the tackles? Who are our guys are going to go out there and get the blocks? Who are guys are going to go out there and get the quality returns when we need them? Yep. The, yep. And that's that's the next step in this becoming a, a going from a good team to a great team and a true and a really true contender because the those type of yards you don't you don't account for those yards and those scores throughout the game in the, in the playoffs. But when you get them. They're a plus. You know. yep. Yeah, yep. You, you know. And if you just switch the, switch the dynamics of the field, because every team in the playoffs are really, really good teams. So if you could, if you could, if you could get a, a game of edge with your special teams, it's just icing on the cake, baby. It's like, so <laughs> we, we, we're on our way. I, I feel like, I feel like I, we got some young guys that are getting it. I don't see a lot of penalties. The one thing that I do like is I don't see a lot of penalties on our special teams. And that, that's, that, and that's key because yep. sometimes, even even if you catch a if you catch a fair catch and some jackass is down there is holding all the way down there, that still have to distance to the goal because he was holding. So yeah. I feel like I feel like we're going in the right direction. Just got to get some returns, baby. Yeah, I think I think Covey just you know just getting used to the the speed of the NFL, like knowing where what lanes he can hit, mm-hmm. what he can't hit. Um, you can't break it wide like you might might have uh, at Utah, but I man, mm-hmm. I've seen I've do seen him do break one against Ohio State. So I mean. You know, I, I just like at the end of the day, catching the football is always Trust the great Batman, on, the, on, on the on the punts. But yeah. that, that that is a that is a good idea. But um, now, now about, you don't get Miguel on that on what you talk about about that wide stuff. A lot of guys don't know you're supposed to stick your feet in the ground to get upfield. As soon as you start bowing and and making all these damn moves, the uh, the heat is coming, and somebody nah. just fires some buck shots, and your ass is on the griddle. I don't know why. If you, next time, next time a punt go down on any in any game, if a dude take one move and then hit it, he's good. But when he start doing all that juking and stuff, hmm. a blast is coming. A, and I, it's gonna be and it's gonna be awful too. 
You don't know I, that? Yes, I do. I was I was a punt returner for a long time, and there's you hit that lane. There you can you can only make a couple steps. It's like running into traffic mm-hmm. with your hair on fire. You know you're gonna get hit if you if you don't want the smoke. You know it is what it is. But talk about um, not smoke, but um, look at this photo here, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look at this photo yes. here. That big ass sunflower. Last time I saw Hollis at the, the tailgate. Um, this is where how we left them. Don't act like you're not impressed. I'm very impressed. Very. You almost look like the cow cowardly lion in this. Yeah, I got too much courage for that. Well, you what was anybody you... around me trying me? I kept I kept on coming to spot back to the spot to see make sure Hollis was good, man. What were you sipping on at the uh, tailgate there? I was getting ready to come up to him, ask him if he's ready to go down the yellow brick road. <laughs> well, that's what's up, up the Seriati is. is uh, he's watering the flowers and fertilizing the flowers. That's from last from last year when he was talking yeah. about the flower yeah. stuff. Flower, flower power. Yeah. <laughs> I was drinking on some uh, some delicious Tamana nice. on the rocks, baby. Okay. And then, okay. And, then, and the people from the uh, Philly, uh, Philly, what is it, Philly, uh, Philly barnyard? Bar. Mm. They gave yeah, yard bar. Yeah. Yeah. They gave me a, a thermos. A Very nice. Thermos. That's Very nice. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes, it's nice. <laughs> to answer uh, Angelo's question, uh, we will be in Arizona. Uh, we all four of us. Damn, Philly Sports Trips. Check it out on PhillySportsTrips.com. Pull that up right now. Damn, Skippy. That's gonna that's gonna be a nice one, man. That is going to be a hell of a time. It's I not a couple of days. We're gonna we're gonna be getting in on Thursday. You uh, know it. We'll be there on Friday, Saturday, chilling. That's wow! Saturday chilling, and then Sunday the big game, the big win, and then we'll mm-hmm. get an opportunity to celebrate that win. Yes, I'm speaking things into existence. Speaking that's how we do. How that's how we do here, and then we leave back to Philly on Monday. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So last word, man. Um, yeah. We'll go with uh, we'll go with a uh, damn Skippy, man. La- with last word, man. As we last leave. word. Oh, are we doing a show on on, on Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last word is uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Uh, it was one of the best games <laughs> of the season. I enjoyed myself thoroughly uh, throughout the tailgate. And and then it was a pleasure to watch a game and listen to the chumps that are coming. I don't know if you got you guys don't list, get to listen to the commentary. Uh, they be wanting the other team to win so damn bad. And I, it just it just pisses me off just to listen to their dumb ass talk. And I <laughs> I, 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 I may have to. It was a guy who put out a book about all the bad calls and all the bad predictions that um, commentators and supposedly uh, analysts make, and supposedly expert analysts makes, and it's making a lot of money. I need to just uh, give uh, give everybody uh, not commentary, but play by play on the stupidity of some of the people that they they're supposed to be. They're supposed to have top notch equipment to get the call right, and you and, you, and you're lying. And they, they they sit up there and lie, uh, <laughs> but I, I I thoroughly enjoy myself besides the jackass of commentators. <laughs> Primo, last word. Oh man, uh, definitely want to give a shout out to the wife. You know, it was her first uh, away game. You know, she ended up joining me. She had a great time. She wouldn't stop talking about it. Uh, she enjoyed herself very much. She got to see, you know, what I mean, what what it was like to be with the fourth and John boys. You know, uh, she saw a different side of all of us. But she had fun at the end of the day. Um, definitely a big shout out to Vince and his crew uh, for the Philly Sports Trip tailgate. I mean, it was hands down 
a great turnout, man. I mean, you guys put it down. It was very great. Um, a lot of people are still talking about it. Um, looking forward to the next one in two weeks in Arizona. You know, like like the guys had mentioned earlier, you guys are trying to tune in and catch up with us at the tailgate. There's still an opportunity. Get on it. Uh, they definitely, you know, they 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 putting on a good uh, good tailgates lately. So you know, come and join us with um over there in Arizona. Uh, other than that, man, you know, safe, be safe for the rest of the week. We got Jaguars coming up. Make sure you guys join us at the Fourth and Jones tailgate. We're going to, you know, throw it down once again, and we're going to keep this streak going, man. Let's go. Go Birds. Sir. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I, I just want to kind of echo what uh, Nick Sirianni had been saying, man. He talks about this being a 17-round fight. Tank, I love the fedora, first of all. I can just throw that one out there. Um, he talks about it being a 17-round fight, and uh, I, I don't want us to get ahead of ourselves here. Like, uh, the juices are pumping, but we got to stay focused on the uh, on the next round. Next round is uh, Jacksonville. I don't want to sleep on them. We, get, You know, there's, there's a storyline there. Dougie P yeah. coming back versus our new – uh, head coach, he's got a number one overall pick that he seems to have, uh, you know, find, found some talent in, and also uh, Mike Caldwell, and Mike Caldwell, uh, but and I, Bill Chewy, <laughs> yes, but I think that we're we not all those guys used to be here as coaches. Is this my last word or is this yeah. Tank's last words, guys? I was just giving it to you, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to help you out. All right, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say, stay focused on the next one. Uh, like Prime said, be safe out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to echo some of your words, man, this is, it's been a good ride, man. Like you, you talk about, um, if you've been rolling with us since the off season, if you, uh, open practices, uh, to Detroit, uh, it, as we continue to roll and, and stack dubs, um, that's what, at the end of the day, it's all about stacking dubs. Not, you might not like how we get the dubs, but as long as we're getting dubs, it's good. As long as they're taking some learning lessons from, uh, what they've been going through, they've been dominant but they still haven't played their best football yet. And that's, for me, that's encouraging because what they're doing so far and they haven't played their best ball, we haven't seen the best of them yet. So I'm excited about this football team. You know, if you haven't been listening to me over the last couple of months and you can't see the excitement coming out of my ears, I don't know what you've been missing, but all these guys here have been on the show have been dialed in. Um, right now we're enjoying the ride. Uh, make sure you uh, check in with your peoples. Make sure they're good. Um, and stay safe out there, Philadelphia. It's 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 it's, it's wild this week, man. Uh, uh, prayers up to the families out, out out there that have been affected by some of the gun violence out there. Um, but we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Also, prayers for the people down that's about to get hit by Ian. The uh, people, yeah, the hurricane. Check, hurricane. check on your people. Check on your people in the south. Uh, yeah. the hurricane is about to hit. It's a category three, 120 miles per hour. But the it's it's uh it, it's it's ugly. Uh, just, check safe, your pe- just check on your people to stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, y'all. Fly, Eagles, fly. We'll see y'all. Go birds. In the next one. <laughs> <laughs>